to Architecting. I'm your host, Angela Mazzi. You made it. This is the landing pad for raw honesty about connecting your career with your purpose. I'm going to give you the tools you need to be an unapologetic advocate for yourself and others, because if you're here, you believe that the space we surround ourselves in matters and you're committed to project by project building a better world for all of us. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Hi friends, it is Angela here and I'm so excited to be with you today. I am coming off two very intense weeks where I've had a lot going on with projects, but also so many amazing, great opportunities, including a podcast interview with the amazing Aya Schechter for her podcast, Architect My Life. You know, these opportunities just keep coming and it makes me so excited because every time I talk about this movement that architecting is, I know that I am advocating for every single one of you that awareness is being raised. And, you know, International Women's Day is coming up. And I did want to let you know that I am interested in hearing your stories about how you are breaking expectations, which is the theme of this year's International Women's Day. So if you have a story to tell me, I'm interviewing a total of five women and I have a few spots left. So we will get your quick five-minute interviews scheduled sometime in this week, and then you'll have a chance to hear yourself telling your story and know that in some way you are inspiring others. This week is also the week of my friend Sarah Francescuti's Sweet Spot Global Summit. Sarah is an executive leadership coach. This is her second year doing the summit. It is totally free. There's links in the show notes. Where do you get an opportunity like this to hear from 22 speakers? I am one of them. I'm very proud to say talking about time management and my book, Time Builder. But there are 21 other amazing speakers who want to share their wisdom with you. And the best part about the summit is you do not have to be there live. As long as you register, you will get access to all of the speakers. So you can watch this on demand. So you really have no excuse. I'm too busy does not apply. Just go to that link and get yourself signed up and Take advantage of this resource. That brings me to today's topic, which is about standing up, being the unflinching advocate. And we talk about this a lot, that we shouldn't look the other way when we see something wrong, that we should proactively speak up about what is important and valuable, that we should stand in our power, that we should speak the truth in love. But there is a flip side to that. When you stand up for something, that ego gets in the way and there is this fear of being seen. And certainly if you're going to be outspoken, you are going to draw attention to yourself. And there very well will be people that don't like it. 
that are made uncomfortable by what you shared that maybe perceive what you're saying as being about them, even if it isn't, or perceive it as an attack. Or worst of all, have you ever had this happen? You stood up for something being done the right way or or being conscientious or being competent. And no sooner did you take that stand than you made a mistake. And that mistake was directly related to the very thing that you had just spoken up about. And now you feel so ashamed and like such a hypocrite because you went on and on and on about how this was important. And now you have in some way failed on that issue. Who has had that experience? Now, the reason I think that that happens to us is because we have this inherent fear of standing out. And we're so sure that if we dare to stand out, there's going to be negative repercussions that when we do speak up, we put all of our energy into that issue and we latch onto it. And because we're directing our brain to be hyper-focused on that issue, it causes us to take actions that are very connected to the very thing that we fear. And so I wanted to really spend time today talking about why you should do it anyway, why you should still be an advocate, because it isn't about saying, I know everything. I am the expert. Look at me. I am flawless. Never make a mistake. It is about taking a stand when you see something wrong when you believe that we can do better and not being concerned about likability, but rather being empathetic to the issue, to what needs to be fixed, to everyone working at their fullest potential for the greater good. And failure, as we know, is how we learn. Simply saying, We don't take a stand on things because we have zero tolerance for failure. We take a stand on things because we want to help others do better. And to help someone do better, you don't have to be an expert. You only have to know more than they do to help them out, to help be the guidepost for someone else. But we're often so paralyzed at standing out, at being what the Australians call the tall poppy that will then be the first one cut down, that we play so small. We don't speak up. And many times, the same reasons we're not speaking up, the same fears we have of standing out, the same reasons we worry about coming under attack, are what's keeping everyone else from saying something too. And so we are implicitly guilty of perpetuating the broken system when we see it and we just turn the other way. And in today's world, cancel culture has run rampant. Everybody is on a self-righteous path. Self-righteousness is not the same thing as caring about justice. Self-righteousness is judgment. Self-righteousness is saying, whatever matters to me ought to matter to everyone else or you're a bad person. 
It's about giving ultimatums. Cancel culture is just a zero-sum game for angry people. It's never about making the world a better place. It's only about finger-pointing. And it only highlights this issue that you should never stand out because today they love you, tomorrow they hate you. Watching this play out in today's world in a very, very hyper environment where things happen so quickly and to a level that they couldn't have happened even 10 years ago only makes our brains say, shut up, sit down, play it safe. Who are you to speak up? Who are you to voice your opinion? If it's not in line with what everyone that's around you thinks, if it isn't aligned with what is considered today acceptable language to use or attitudes to have, you don't say anything. You close your mouth, you shut yourself down, you march in a row like all the other lemurs. You join the collective or else. Well, if you consider yourself at all a creative person, you know that predictability is the opposite of creativity. Creativity is about seeing what no one else sees bringing things to the surface that may or may not be pretty to look at. Creativity is about questioning, about asking why and asking why not. And the reason creative people, all of us, are called to be on this planet, our own personal mission always includes being way showers for others, helping to illuminate truths for others, helping to make the world a better place because we can see connectivities and possibilities that those who are not creatives cannot. Every time you choose to stay silent, every time you adopt that if it ain't broke, don't fix it attitude, every time you say we do it this way because we do it this way, you are strangling your creativity and Worse, you are cheating the world out of an opportunity for innovation, for something better to happen. That pure potential is your destiny. That is what will lead you to make the contribution you and only you were put on this earth to make. Please do not let fear of judgment ever keep you back from speaking your truth, from advocating for what you believe in and working to make the world a better place. And sure, judgment and criticism can be very, very painful, but when you live in the safe zone, when you hide, when you suppress your creativity to avoid all of that, you are only putting everyone else at a disadvantage. And how do you know, right? Because you could say, well, you know, there's lots of people who've done lots of terrible things in this world who were outspoken advocates for what they believed. It's just what they believed was insane or immoral or prejudice or otherwise a bad thing. How do I know that that's not what I'm doing? 
How do I know that I'm really making a difference, that I'm really doing the right thing and not just coming from a place of my own ignorance or my own lack of knowledge? That is the cancel culture talking where we can't think a thought that isn't the mainstream of what is being popularly advocated without being made wrong for it. Instead, tune all of that out and tap into who you are at your core. Before you ever take a stand, ask yourself these questions. Number one, are you sharing your truest abilities? Giving 100% everything you have. Creative potential, putting it out there. Did you choose what's right in your heart over what's easy? And did you allow your life to really count in that moment? And if you can honestly answer yes to those questions, you are doing a good and a positive thing. You are not hurting other people. You're not looking to take advantage of anyone. You are putting yourself out there vulnerably and with the intent to help others, to make a difference, to have a lasting impact for others' greater good. And if you can stay focused on that, you can do anything because your higher purpose is bigger than whatever's out there that might scare you. You cannot win at life if you don't play. And it is never an all or nothing proposition. Every day, in every way that you are an advocate, that you show up as your truest and best self, that you are an unflinching advocate for what you believe, you inspire others. You lay a bit of groundwork. And there will be triumphs that are quantum leaps. And there will be many days where there's just little incremental tweaks. And there will be setbacks. But when you have a setback and you learn from it, you leapfrog ahead of where you were when you experienced the failure. Because you knew how to do it better this time. On Friday, I had the wonderful opportunity to sit in on our local AIA vision class. And this is such an amazing program that my friend Doug Richards, Marcy Kinney put together over 13 years ago. The whole intent behind it is to foster leadership in architects and interior designers who are emerging professionals. I have been involved in the program since its fourth year, and I continue to help find speakers for some of the sessions and to moderate others. This past Friday, I was in a session related to high-performing buildings, and we had some wonderful speakers who came in from the building industry and the engineering world to share their perspective on how we can collaborate in the early design phases when it's most potent to give our clients better buildings and help to save the resources on our planet by reducing waste, lowering energy use, and promoting well-being through our design choices. It almost becomes a how-do-you-not-choose-it kind of question. 
And after our guests left, we like to be a little provocative with the class and ask them some tough questions. And we chatted about the ethics behind high-performing buildings and not being an advocate and what that could mean. We chatted about some of the challenges that we can have to truly collaborate and have everyone act in the project's best interest. But then I asked them, since they're in a leadership program, how they move past some of this and take on the role of leader regardless of their role on the project. This led to such an amazing conversation because a lot of the times we accept the status quo, the way we work together, the way we mostly don't collaborate. And we have all these reasons in our head why we can't do it. And where do we get that thinking? Well, somebody else told us and somebody else told them. And we didn't demand better and we didn't ask the questions. And so the way it was always done became the way it kept happening. But we can ask different questions. We can propose different ways of working. We can offer different possibilities because that's what it means to be a leader. Yes, it means standing out, but it also means lifting up. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I would love to hear your feedback on this episode. You can DM me on Instagram at Architecting Podcast or share your own thoughts and tag me so that I can see what you are thinking and how this is impacting you and what questions you might have as you try to implement it. And don't forget to head on over to the show notes check out the Sweet Spot Global Summit. Get your free ticket to this event happening this week and enjoy. Learn how to be that empowered leader. Get the skill set you need to be an even more powerful advocate in this world. Take care, everyone. you for listening. You made it all the way to the end of the episode, which means you are committed to making yourself a priority so you can be empowered to do the work you were called to do in the world. How amazing is that? If you would like even more content just like this, please remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate it if you left an honest review too. Hey, I want you to know I'm here for you beyond the boundaries of this podcast. You can follow me on social media at Architecting Podcast or visit architectingpodcast.com to download some great free resources. Take care, everyone, and stay inspired. (laughs) 